Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. It doesn't matter how long your podcast episodes are, so long as you tell a great story. Great storytellers make all of podcasting better, and with some work and dedication, you too can join their ranks. Today's episode is brought to you by the Advancing Podcasting Community at advancingpodcasting.xyz. Because why would I do anything normal? It's a special community just for listeners and readers of podcast pontifications. And it's populated by like-minded, working podcasters just like you who also want to make podcasting better. You're already listening to the show, so why not extend the conversation and your influence on the future of podcasting? Join us today at advancingpodcasting.xyz. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Tara. My grandfather was not a podcaster, obviously. I mean, I'm a grandfather, and podcasting's only been around for a couple of decades, so time. (laughs) My mom has been sending me the stories that she pulled out of my grandfather over the last decade or so of his life. And wow, would my grandfather have made for one of the best, most entertaining podcasters ever. Wow. I mean... I credit any skills I might have as a storyteller to him, direct line to him. He had the knack for storytelling and remains the kind of storyteller I continually strive to be. And you hear evidence of that every single time you listen to podcast pontifications. I don't have to tell you, the working podcaster, how important storytelling is. And it's very likely that you are already a good storyteller, especially if your podcast has been out and running and doing well for a long while now. But not every podcaster feels that way. In fact, many of them struggle with the idea of storytelling. Either really, they're just not good at it, or due to that pesky imposter syndrome that we can't escape. So how do you the working podcast, you become a better storyteller. Because I will tell you, all things remaining equal, the podcaster who is better at storytelling will out-podcast someone who isn't. I'd go so far as to say that storytelling is an integral part of the podcasting process. Chances are, we could all be better storytellers, which will, in fact, make all of podcasting better. Now, I'm reticent to give advice on how to become a great podcasting storyteller. Look, I'm not a teacher 
of storytelling. I'm a I'm a practitioner, <laughs> if you will, of storytelling, but I'm not a I'm not designed to teach storytelling. But I can at least share with you the things that I do, tell you stories about the way I tell stories and became a better storyteller. First thing, I listen to and also read a lot of great stories from great storytellers. I consume a ridiculous number of fiction podcasts. I listen to audiobooks. I read books. But I also read articles written by great storytellers. I listen to a lot of history podcasts. I follow the words of great science communicators and, and many more. I fill my eyes and my ears with great stories all the time. That lets me recognize the rhythm, the scent of what a good story really is. And yeah, the, the mechanics are important. How do you structure a story and all those things? That's, that's true. But I'm really seeking out things that are less for the structure and more for the ability to grab me and pull me inside. And when I'm listening to or reading and somehow consuming that content, look, I'm also actively stealing ideas. I'm pulling things aside and saying, ooh, I like that. And I'm incorporating those ideas that I share, steal, if you will, into this show. I do it also for my guest appearances. I mean, everything that I do is oftentimes uh, a result of the things that I listen to, the things that I read out there. You know, storytelling isn't an ability that will suddenly spontaneously generate in your brain. I'm fortunate. I had near constant exposure to storytelling as a kid, and, and I try to continue that today. So same for you. Surround yourself with great stories. The second thing I do is I outline. Now, I always hated outlining. I really did. At least I hated the way that I was taught to outline in school systems. But then I was thrown into writing podcasting for dummies, and that experience changed everything. See, my publishers required an outline first. And not just a few bullet points on where I thought the conversation might go. No, an extremely detailed outline of the concepts I would be presenting in each and every chapter. I don't want to say it was quite a one-to-one -one ratio bullet point to chapter, but it wasn't too far off from that. And I do that still today on episodes of Podcast Pontification. Case in point, the outline for today's show, I kid you not, 46 lines, 885 words. Mm -hmm. It's all written down. Not every single thing I'm saying, but again, 886 words written in an outline before I sat down behind this microphone. And once it's done, once that outline is done, it's very easy for me to fill in the gaps like I'm kind of doing right now. I don't have to worry if I'm getting my point across or if I'm going to get to the conclusion because it's all in the outline. I just have to follow it. Another thing that I do is I have favorite stories in my back pocket ready to go at the drop of a hat. Because if someone drops a mic in your face, now don't panic, you're a podcaster, you, you can handle that. And they said to you, tell me a story now. Could you do that? I've got a few. Like the time I got kicked out of my very first college football game and probably should have been arrested for that same thing. Or the shared midlife crisis my wife and I went through that led us to selling every single thing that we owned here in America and then traveled abroad and lived abroad for three years. 
And I've even got one non-joke that I've made my own and can make Phil a 15-minute spot without a problem, entertaining everybody around me, with the exception of my wife, who forbids me from ever telling the said non-joke in her presence. And I also practice. Yep, I practice, obviously, here on Podcast Pontification. I get a chance to practice four days a week on you. But I also practice my guest on when I'm making guest appearances, like I did a couple of times yesterday when I'm on other podcasts. I practice every single time I'm giving a presentation, whether that's in person, I miss in person, uh, or virtual events. And I, over the years, have submitted to and presented at a lot of local storytelling events. Yeah, like pod, like the Rignite Phoenix, like Pecha Kuchas, like other little weird storytelling events. They're, they're all there. And I talk to myself a lot. I work out ideas and concepts and how to thread things together from some of those trivial things, some of the most boring things, or sometimes even the most loftiest of things, like if I was giving a speech to the UN on how to combat climate change. <laughs> I know that's never going to go anywhere, but it's practice. I'm practicing throwing out ideas in my head out loud. Because practice builds your storytelling muscle. Apologies to the physicians <laughs> and biologists out there. I know that the brain's not a muscle, but I mean metaphorically, not literally. Y you get the idea. The human brain has been shaped by hundreds of thousands of years to create, to crave stories, to create and to crave stories, right? You need to fill that need on your podcast. Because as I said, given the choice, stories are going to trump advice every single time. And speaking of stories, I'd like to read you a fable. No, wait, I wrote that down wrong. Um, I want to read you some Boostagrams. Now it's time for the Booster, 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 Boostagram Corner. Boostagram Corner. I don't know a thing about crypto. Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting fame and the actual Podcasting Hall of Fame uh, used Fountain podcast listening app to send me 500 Satoshis. Thank you, Dave. With a message that just said, boost for you. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Uh, and then there's Nick. I don't know who Nick is, just simply Nick. I don't know where Nick is from, but thank you, Nick. Nick also used Fountain to also send me 500 sats with the message, some very wise words, great listen. Thank you very much, Nick. If you received some value from this episode and you would also like to send me some value back and you're using one of those value for value enabled apps like Fountain, please send me a boost with a message, a boostagram, and I'll read it out to you right here on the show. And if you're not, I, I get it, man. The, it's, this whole thing is the opposite of intuitive. You can always buy me a virtual coffee at buy me a virtual coffee. No, that's not what it is. It's called buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra. Buy 12 while you're at it. No episodes tomorrow. I like to keep my Fridays sacred. So with that, I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Alley Press. 
Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.